Welcome to the Sex, Kids, and the Internet Show with Buddy Knight. Our show addresses real threats to families in the 21st century, internet pornography, online predators, and sexual immorality. Since we are talking about sensitive matters of an adult nature, please use headphones or make sure children aren't nearby, even if they're sleeping. Get ready to take some notes, grab your Bible, and discover how you can protect yourself, your marriage, and your children from threats facing us today. Ready? Let's go. Hey, welcome back to the Sex Kids in the Internet show. We're glad you joined us, and if you weren't here last week, remember, go to ApostleRadio.org or KnightsQuest.org, and you'll be able to listen to last week and previous shows via the Internet. Remember, use your headphones, especially today, or turn your sound down, because we're going to be talking about adult matters. You don't want the kids asking questions you may not be ready to answer yet, because especially we're going to be talking today about how pornographers market to families, how they try and get their wares out to you, primarily through the Internet, but we're also going to be talking about some of the dangers that come through your television, which you may not be aware of. Now, I'd like to share with you a story that really happened. A lady who came and talked to me uh, at a business meeting back in November. She had a third grade son, and the teacher said, hey, you need to start working on ideas for your science fair project. But don't worry, if you don't have any ideas, just go to Google, type in third grade science fair project, and tons of stuff will come up. And so she went to her home down in Colleyville, Texas, a suburb of Dallas-Fort Worth, and typed in third grade science fair project, and they started just clicking on the links, seeing what the different ideas were. The third link they hit popped up a hardcore porn site with nudity and everything all over it with her third grader right there. No warning, the page had been hijacked, even a a Google response. And that gives you an idea of how things can happen, innocent things. So as we talk about their marketing, let's look at what the pornographer's goals are. Number one, their first goal is to get you turned on by, interested in, intrigued by, or curiously shocked by whatever it is you're seeing on the screen. They either want you to go, ooh, that looks interesting, or I didn't know they could do that. You know, they're trying to get you interested either through desire or curiosity. They want you to click on the link and come on into their den. The second thing they want is to get your credit card or debit card number. Porn sites were the first industry on the Internet to have widespread success in getting folks to provide personal financial information to strangers. And keep in mind, except for what I call corporate porn sites, Playboy.com, Penthouse.com, some of the other main corporate-owned adult sites out there, you really don't know who's getting your number. And what they'll do is they'll pull you in by saying, hey, for a one-day, 24-hour free pass, $2.95 on your credit card, or a two-day or three-day pass or 10-day membership. And what you'd miss in the fine print is that at the 24th hour and one minute, boom, you're going to get hit for one month's charge because within 24 hours you have not called to cancel that trial. And once it gets charged, it keeps getting charged till you make that call. And you know how often we ever remember to do those things. Plus, Satan's going to be working at us for reasons to not cancel it. And then their third goal after they get you turned on and drawn in and they get your credit card number, 
They want to get you coming back for more. They're either going to be changing the content, which happens, continuous updates or complete overhaul sometimes, or they'll have partner sites. You know, if you join this porn site, you'll have access also to these 18 others, which may have different genres or types of pornography. And they will also, to keep you coming back for more over time, they'll be adding more and more extreme behavior. Think about it. On TV today, on Fear Factor, you can watch a guy eating worms and cockroaches for money. I mean, just think about it. If you've seen Fear Factor, we've got people doing some fairly extreme and gross and stupid stuff, and that doesn't even have the power of sexual turn-on and sexuality behind it to get people coming back. They're going to want you to become more involved with the more extreme and more specialized pornography because there's more money there. So let's look at the techniques that they use to market. Number one, website names. Now, many of us know about WhiteHouse.com. It used to be one of the major porn sites on the web uh, because people would go to, intending to go to WhiteHouse.gov, G-O-V, to go to the White House in Washington, D.C. site. But out of habit, they'd hit WhiteHouse.com, and boom, they're at a porn site. But then there's also sites such as Cinderella.com. There are sites that are variations of the word Pokemon or other misspelled names that are what we call cyber squatted. You know, at one time I misspelled eBay. And lo and behold, I had to say, honey, I didn't type this. And people say, aren't there laws? Well, there are laws in the United States. There are laws saying that pornographers cannot use uh, variations of children's, obvious children's names like Barbie or Hot Wheels or something like that. But remember, the front of every web address is www, and that first W stands for a world. You're connecting to the entire planet where the laws are different, the standards are different, and the moralities are different. So they're going to try and have a website name that's either if you mistype it or you think you remember it, You'll go to their porn site. You'll have that image in front of you that makes you want more. The second technique is, believe it or not, education or enhancement of your relationship. Now, this is a subtle thing. Sites will purport to educate you in sexual activities or techniques. And on the surface, they may appear to be more or less educational and benign in terms of pornography. But there will be links down the sides for other places, ads for adult store sites, ads for adult movies, or connection sites where you can hook up with people. They use a lot of times what I call a tiered approach of levels, just like a cake. Starting with an innocent looking site that may be just a site on various positions that you and your spouse may use in the bedroom. But from there, the next site's a little more risque. They may have human uh, demonstrations there. And that second site would have links then to third and fourth tier sites so that progressively they get you used to one thing, go into another, till they have you in the hardcore porn sites. The third technique is an old marketing scheme that everyone uses. Give away your product. They'll do that through primarily through peer-to-peer -peer sites, gateway sites, and free low-quality sites. Let me talk about those. 
peer-to-peer sites are actually a part of the Internet, a layer of the Internet that people use to trade files, any kind of file, a music file, video file, an illegal copy of Microsoft Office, whatever. And it's called peer-to-peer because my computer would directly connect, say, to your computer. If I was wanting to download the Doobie Brothers Greatest Hits and it's on your computer and I want it and you're using this network too, I can get it. And I just busted all your security, by the way, in doing it. It's designed to let other people have access to your computer. Well, there's a lot of free clips out there, even complete free movies, to get people interested in pornography and let them know where they can get more. Then there are what I call a gateway site. A gateway site is a website, a web page, that leads you to many others. Now, frequently, those other pages may lead you to others, usually progressively stranger or more explicit, until finally you have to pay somebody. Now, these gateway sites, it's like going to Luby's or some other buffet restaurant. They will offer any kind and every kind of pornography out there. They will have still images taken from videos so that if you think that this is what you're into, you click there and it will take you to sites that deal with that type of sexual expression. thing is, they're not always what you think they are. And in fact, we found in the past two years doing our research at Knight's Quest Ministries that some of the links which appear to be dealing with adults will take you to a child porn site with no warning. But they get this image in front of you. They get you curious. And then there are what I call the free, low-quality sites. There are sites out there where you can download porn movies and erotic stories and images free of charge. Now, they're not the highest quality. Instead of being full screen or HD video, it might look like it came off a webcam or it may be you know, very primitive, even off a cell phone, or it may, there may be some decent quality from the technical side porn there that you can download. But a 15-minute movie may be chopped up into three sections. You have three downloads. But if you join these other sites, then you can get the full DVD length after you've gotten the free samples. So that's another technique they use. The fourth technique is one many parents aren't aware of, and that's branching out their advertising into sites related to computer and video gaming. There are a lot of sites out there that have what are called cheats or mods where you can maybe turn Halo into something totally different or mods that will turn StarCraft into Star Wars craft, whatever. And those sites frequently have illegal material on them in terms of copyright violations. And there will be ads for either adult connection sites or girl sites or sex stores that will use that tiered approach to get kids further from gaming on over to uh, pornography. And there's also a type of site called a Wares or Juarez, W-A-R-E-Z. And that's something you need to keep an eye out for, that word there, because that's hacker sites. Think about it. Hackers, they're sort of doing bad things anyway, so pornography is natural to, to be associated with them. It's like crime and drinking and drugs. You know, they sort of go together. And finally, cable satellite systems. We'll talk about this more later, 
But you need to check and make sure that the adult material you want filtered on your cable satellite system is really being filtered. And keep in mind, it's not all on HBO and Showtime. There's shows like Talk Sex with Sue Johansson on the Oxygen Channel, Wired for Sex on the G4 Channel, and then the History Channel has a lot of shows which are neat and scientifically interesting, but they're dealing with sexuality and adult content. So thank you again for joining us. Next week we're going to talk about scriptures to stand upon because most of us are standing on sand in that department. Visit our web store at nightsquest.org. Check out uh, the downloads for past shows and spread the word. The church is taking the battlefield back. See you next week. You've been listening to the Sex Kids in the Internet show where we're not promoting pornography but equipping families to defend themselves against 21st century temptations. Why? Because the threat is out there and the Bible addresses it. The information and views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of ApostleRadio.org. For more information about Night's Quest Ministries, the producer of the show, visit ApostleRadio.org in their Programs tab or visit our site at KnightsQuest.org. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to your returning next week. Remember, spread the word. We'll be here. The pre- and post-production of Sex, Kids, and the Internet was engineered at Tucker Communications and aired on ApostleRadio.org. To contact, go to www.tukco.net.